2: TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like John Baker, Bat Dan, and Jason T., Coming up on TMS, I have spread disease before... Macaque, not macaque. The Stamps of Attunement. I'm Darren Agnostic.
1: Exiling Squirrels. Soft and Soggy Bags. Weirdo White Man. The Smell of Burning Smoke. It wasn't me, it was the face. I'm in the mood for goat horns. Michael is a psychotic child. Shirtless with a baby tiger. Jesus is a pillow. Click on my box
2: and tell me that you love me. Being rude to boomers with Wendy and more on this episode of... The Morning Stream.
0: Guess what? Corey Haim and Corey Feldman are giving out their personal numbers. If you call 1-900-909-3700, you can listen to their private phone messages and get their personal number where you can leave them a message of your own.
3: I guess I believe you.
1: The Morning Stream. This is what I love about my job. I get to travel, see the world, meet new cultures. I mean, it's all bacterial, but hey, what the bleep. Hello, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is Thursday, November 16th, 2023. Scott Johnson here and Brian Abit there. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Scott. Yeah. Thursday, big day. Big, big day. That is a big day. Thursdays are crazy days
2: they are yeah good good fun with uh wendy on the show typically and yeah. then uh roll into some uh coverville later we'll talk about what i'm gonna be doing on uh, the show today but yeah we get into the final stretch of coverville for the year and it's like the big uh, beatles episode on thanksgiving and then the two episodes for the end of year and then the you know it's like, uh, it, 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 this is where it gets a little on the crazy side.
1: Yeah, things get a little nutty around here. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. I was just thinking about the Beatles. Um, mm-hmm. They effectively only had, this blew my mind, mm-hmm. working together making music together before the band was either yeah. not a band or, or stopped yeah. being a band.
2: It's like seven years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you look at like 1963 to 1970, basically, and even even there near the end, they'd kind of, <laughs> it yeah. was closer, like 1969, when they really kind of. Um, I think when the light is that intense for that short of
1: a period of time, the only yeah. the only solution is you is the band doesn't end up staying together, so, especially not with all these like creative wonderkins. All of them, except for maybe the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it's like it <laughs>
2: goes fine. Come on, <laughs> he's
1: fine, but he wasn't like going. He, goes he didn't sprout off and do some amazing solo work. He did some stuff, but it wasn't great. It was okay, yeah. But George's stuff was amazing, except for that one song think, we all hate.
2: Well, yeah, uh, we don't all hate that song. Oh, that song sucks. I remember, so it's bad. a cover. Come on, now.
1: It's like to me, the, that and we built this city are hanging out together.
2: Oh gosh, so just no, right they're far from far from
1: it. Oh, both of those songs. Just came out. <laughs> I got my mind. Anyway, that's that's a thing, uh, but I but I couldn't I, I could not wrap my head around the fact that this is a seven year collaboration and that is it. But look at the impact. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: yeah. true
1: nothing quite like it you know
2: no exactly and um you know still releasing stuff right like um uh the brand new song this year that i have mixed feelings about and it's really specifically about george harrison's non-involvement because they they used ai to figure out the whole like how to how to separate um lennon's piano from his vocals so that They could get a better quality of the song. They used basically the same thing that Peter Jackson used for, uh, for the uh, Disney Plus documentary or Disney Plus Beatles Home Movies. Oh right, (laughs) right. Um, And uh, but then you've got George Harris or you've got uh, Paul McCartney, who did a solo that sound that with the intent to sound like George Harrison, Mm. and that. That's weird. That part I, I can't. I don't. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. Yeah. And I don't know why I have such a problem with that. But there's a um, real
1: artifice to that. That's that's hard to ignore.
2: There is exactly. It's like, um, you know, if he, if if it were if it weren't guitar, if uh, George, if uh, Paul McCartney says, well, I'm going to I'm going to basically sing like I'm George Harrison, and, yeah. and like he actually sings on the track like George Harrison. People, more people would be up in arms about it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and that's.
1: Hence why you're torn. I get it. Um,
2: but I do like the song. And I do. Uh, you shut up, Claire. Um, and. Uh, but I. But I'm. Uh, yeah. There's just that little tiny bit that's like a little asterisk for me. Do you I think? I like the song. Asterisk. Did
1: they assume everybody got. Uh, they're working with various estates and are willing to do these collaborations and do the. Oh, AI yeah. AI yeah. No, and all nobody,
2: that. Was, nobody who was involved. I mean, nobody, no estates were harmed in the making of the new, <laughs> the new Beatles song.
1: <laughs> Good. Probably uh, only benefited, is my guess. They right, exactly. Yes. Only made yeah. money. No lose money. Uh, all right. We've been getting so many calls lately.
2: Okay. And cool. I love it. love
1: it. Yeah, no complaints. I absolutely love it. So we're going to do three in a row today and this first one's amazing because it really took me down memory lane um, I'll give Randy some thanks later because he kind of helped me find the thing because I, I, th- I think I lost it in that old hard drive crash that we had years ago
2: oh cool good okay. so
1: found a little thing anyway it'll make sense when I play it but this is what the call was and then and then I'll share more here you go
3: greetings SARS and Bubonic uh, this is Zarek hey uh, I'm on the hunt for a bit of frog pants lost media uh, so I remember about Ten plus years ago, way back when Randy uh, was still a guest host on The Instance, uh, someone, some listener, made a, uh, an EDM track uh, made up of uh, stuff Randy said on, on the show. And uh, I just remember the title of the track being, I Have Spread Disease Before. Uh, the only snippet that I hear in my brain uh, from that is uh, Randy going in a, an auto-tune fashion saying, I have spread disease before. something's going down <laughs> do, 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 do. in the world of Warcraft. So yeah, if uh, any frog panthers who are not really a like hanging, uh could track this down, I think there's all benefit of that script that we're in late. Okay, thanks. Love you all. Bye.
1: Okay, uh, great call, and it really sent me on a track trek because I could not find it on my old drives. I searched mm. everywhere. I was like, man, is this lost to time? And I pinged Randy. I said, "Hey, do you have that old song that someone made?" And they auto-tuned yeah. our voices. And I they, love
2: that thing. By the way, that was uh, yeah, that was uh, a long time ago. A long time ago, and it's still in my head. When you know, I hear Randy sometimes. As I him before, well, or he, 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 ended before. he ended up finding it.
1: He ended up finding it in his email of all places. And um, I probably could have too, but I didn't think even looking there. Uh, but I brought it. I'm gonna play it. So it's only okay. a minute. All right. It's a minute long, but enjoy it because it's fun. Enjoy this. Here you go. I have spread disease before. Here's some of the stuff going
3: down in the eye. I have spread disease before. Here's some of the stuff going down in the, in the, in the There's one thing I want to say. Um, I
1: have spread disease before.
0: Go out with eight people. And you'll find that there's one or two more in your face. Know who have a little
3: turtle in the, in in the world of Warcraft. warcraft. <laughs> I have spread disease before. before. Here's some of the stuff going down in the world of Warcraft. I have spread disease before. Here's some of the stuff going down in the world of Warcraft.
1: I have spread disease before.
2: There it is, man. Classic. I love that classic. Who did who did that? Is that a uh, Gaber's? It
1: is uh, no. It is a dude named Varian. Is the only, or Varian? I, no, I've is the I've spread disease. Hold on. Where's the name? There it is. Just Varian. V a u r e n, which I assume is probably like a, a game name. Like his. I was going to well, say
2: probably know. his character name. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if he's still out there and listening, you're that thing really stuck in people's heads. <laughs> like we couldn't get rid of it.
2: <laughs> stuck in my head, and it's been however many years. What's the date on that? Do you, uh, twenty.
1: You able to see it? Uh, this twenty ten. 2010
2: or 09, wow. maybe something like that. Wow, yeah, it's
1: been a bit, dude. It's been a it's been some time I mean, more than 10 fantastic. years. Yeah. Um, here's uh, and just for fun, this was the other one we really liked. I'll play a little of it.
0: Cataclita. Cataclita. This is Rachel. Surely,
1: you can't be serious. I'm sorry, what all right? Oh, yeah. love that one. That one, that's another <laughs> that's good cool. one, and that was from that's that was Oxley who did like the intros and stuff for us back then so many talented people doing cool shit yeah they really are yeah what a time anyway thanks for that brought a lot of memories back totally appreciate it and I heard oh and when I found it or when Randy found it and sent it to me I was playing World of Warcraft what what wow wow I was leveling my my paladin alt right when he said he had it
2: (laughs) timing yeah the timing did you listen to it and were you like grooving oh totally totally grooving herbalism
1: yeah I got the message I started doing this you know just kind yeah. of bobbing my head like some kind of weirdo white man. It was fantastic.
2: If if the game was for me was just just hey, for completing you completing quests. No, I'm saying if, if World of Warcraft was just oh. completing quests, leveling my my rogue, uh, all that, and raiding with um uh with the team, I'd be I would resubscribe right away. Yeah. The problem is I want to be more for my team than the guy who shows up the night the raid night and hits bosses i want to bring potions i want to make sure that i've completed whatever fake busy work mm-hmm. blizzard has created for whatever you know this one like oh no you need to create you know uh, uh create attunement uh, stamps and collect those <laughs> attunement stamps and
1: <laughs> <Just to come laughs> you know, the stamps like, of attunement. There you go.
2: Exactly. But you know what I'm talking about? Like how there was always that other thing that you had to make sure you completed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah.
1: You had your dailies nice. you had to do and you had to get uh, – if you didn't do your dailies, it meant you didn't have the rep you needed or it didn't, yes! it didn't have right. whatever else it right. was. Yeah, all that stuff. Exactly. You're totally right. And I – I spent some good years doing both. I spent some some time so busy that I couldn't do all that myself. So people just carried me through those raids. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> yeah, but whatever.
2: I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't want to feel like I'm being. You know, dragged. it sucks.
1: I hated it. So later, yeah. like in the Cataclysm Lich King era, uh, mm-hmm. I I was full contribution. Came with stuff. Was always there. Uh, sure. High DPS in the group. Yeah, that kind of stuff. absolutely. But I'm in the mood now. I, I'm excited for some group content. I'm, I am looking forward to that. But. Um, I'm not going to I'm not gonna run meters. I'm not going to compare my DPS to everybody. <laughs> those days are behind me. I don't care about that anymore. Sure, I'll play my best. Sure. I'm going to come prepared. I of want course. the gear, like all of that. But I'm not going to like, you know, oh, I'm 2.4 points per second off than exactly. I was the last run. Oh, yeah. like, I'm not right, doing that. Right,
2: exactly. Yeah. World, that world is over better. for me. I had those mods. Yeah. I
1: did those things. I'm done. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, okay,
1: we've got another one here about the Discord. You mentioned the Discord earlier cool. in pre-show. Uh, we're going to talk yeah. about it now because some people just don't know how to get in there, and here's the call about that.
3: Hey, this is Tom from New Hampshire. I've been trying to figure out for the past two days how to get into your Discord. I'm part of your Patreon. I signed up recently. Love the show. Love the extra stuff. It's fantastic. it. Just been playing around with Discord, figuring it out. I don't see a link in the Patreon app to join the Discord or anywhere on the website to join the Discord. How do I do
1: it? Okay. Uh, first of all, um, we made it too easy almost, and that's why it's kind of hard. It's obsc- security by uh, obscurity a little bit. Yeah. But if you go to frogpants.com slash TMS, it's right there uh, on the website. If you go to, you just go down a little bit. Uh, there it is. Under more, it says Discord channels, third thing over. That's one way to get in. Um, but we don't lock it behind any kind of paywall so anybody anywhere can get into the patreon or into the discord and it's the broader frog Pants discord so it's all the shows all the stuff all the things um and you really just have to go to frogpants.com discord that's it simple boom bam bim mm-hmm. you're in mm-hmm. so I, I decided rather than you know try to do a personal reply to him which I couldn't do anyway because it's a voicemail yeah. um, we'd play it here and I'd give that information again for anyone who hasn't been paying attention so if you want part of this discord and to hang out with other tadpoolers and like-minded folk then go to frogpants.com discord and you're in
3: that's yeah. it
1: that's all you got to do simple
2: easy that may couldn't couldn't be any easier
1: no it's just a link and you click a box
2: and and yes. it says
1: do you and want to says, join this and would
2: you, you like to join frog pants and yep. then you're then you're in
1: and it's a permanent link and there are no passwords you just get in
2: all right. Exactly. Uh, Ambassador Domo so he's saying, uh, where is Brian posting in Discord? I can't see what he is posting. I'm posted it in the uh, it's a new topic in the TMS chatter. Yeah,
1: TMS area. chatter has like forums in there and uh Yeah. You yeah, want to click on forum the post. forums to see that. Some of that's so it's not always obvious because it doesn't it doesn't notify you when a new thread right. goes. So right. you kind of you have, have to, to check. look
2: and see, oh there are new threads. Ooh, I like this one. I'm going to kind of follow it. Yeah, not even kind of that's the term you follow that thread and then you get uh, yeah. notifications when there are new posts to that thread
1: yeah and the Sarge asked, Discord has brought back forums um, yes they when they made the, the ability to convert your channel to a community channel which we did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that included the addition of built-in forums which we use all the time They're all there's yeah. all kinds of stuff going on in there yeah um, Plus all it the regular Discord things, things. things
2: way more compact. Like it keeps things nice and tidy, mm-hmm. but it means you've got to look for a couple things when you're, when you're looking. Yeah. Like you, know, you, gotta, uh, like you used
1: to, stuff. like you used to with forums back in the day, you got to go in there and yeah. look, you know, exactly. Anyway, get in there. Uh, frog slash discord. All are welcome patron or not. Just get in. We'd love you to be a patron, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not splitting hairs here. Um, okay. We've also been getting macaque wrong, according to a phone
2: call. <laughs> All right, we and talk- let's be and let's be clear, Scott. I got it. Well, we both got it wrong. You you said McCall or something like that. Mac- uh, macaw, I think, is what I said. Cow or macaw, yeah, yeah. something like that. And then I said, no, Scott, it's macaque. Let's yeah, right. uh, you know, say it. Let, enjoy the getting to say that. But apparently, yeah.
1: Well, we have a we have a monkey expert who wrote in or we'll, called uh, in. Get
2: this monkey off our back.
1: That's right. It's been peeling my hair out. Uh, here is yeah. the call in question.
3: Hi, this is Ardo calling for the morning stream, Uh, just in response to uh, one of your guys' favorite pronunciations for a monkey, uh, normally known as, by you all, macaque. Uh, After 12 years of working in various animal industries and zoos, as fun as it is to say it that way, uh, it's typically pronounced macaque, although have fun and you do you. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy.
2: okay she can correct me anytime on yeah. pronunciation i love and it's not it's not you know because she's a woman it's because she's just so nice about it she's it's so, so much nice. nicer than the typical like um yeah you guys um you're, yeah. you're pronouncing uh chiwetel elijah four wrong <laughs> uh, get it together okay <laughs>
1: Yeah, this message. is way. This is so much more. Honey attracts more flies or bees or whatever. The thing. What is it?
2: Yeah, <laughs> honey. You catch more flies with honey than you do with a swatter or something Wait, like that. It? I think it's just you catch more flies with honey, isn't that, that it? it? Is there more to that? Is I don't there more know. That phrase?
1: I understand the basis of it, but I don't think I have it right. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, macaque. Fine, that's fine. And yeah, funny enough, macaque. I'm watching. I was watching a nature
2: documentary, and uh, Richard Still damn Funny, by yeah. the way, just as much fun to say, ah, look out! There's a watch out! There's a macaque in the yeah. tree. Yeah, look got we got a macaque. Eh, <laughs> ah. oh, vinegar. That's right. Yeah, we catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Right. Oh, is that the? Yeah. That's the full phrase. But yeah. why would you attract? Is anyone out there trying to catch flies with vinegar? Yeah. Is, is there somebody out there? Is there a... Is that
1: a thing? Maybe it is a
2: thing. We do. <laughs> no, that... I think it was just like. Somebody came up with the phrase and said, yeah, but we need a second part to the phrase. You catch more flies with honey than, mm. I don't know, vinegar. vinegar. Put it out there. Just Get publish it. Get it out there, uh, Roger. Now, Roger, who's the Bartlett? Put yeah. it on
1: out there, Bartlett. That's right. It's uh, it's it's, it's uh, 2 a.m. and we're out of pizza. Just publish is what he says. <laughs>
2: um, Red Lakes, I like his version better. You catch more flies with macaque.
1: Yeah, there you go. Macaques are great <laughs> fly catchers. So this is the thing. Do you, when you get uh, fruit flies, um, yes. When when you get them, do you do this? Kim makes a little bowl of.
2: Oh yeah, um, water and uh, dishwashing liquid.
1: That's what it is. I was thinking yeah. it was vinegar, but it wasn't. It was dishwashing liquid. And then they, by the end yeah. of the day, all these little flies are in there. Wonder what they like. What they, is there sugar in that, or what's the deal there? I don't know what that's. About. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I have no idea. I think they smell the sweetness of the, the dishwashing liquid. They go in and they just it kind of fogs their wings down and they get stuck. I really, that, that's speculation. So those of you getting ready to dial your phones and tell me why I'm wrong, please.
1: Yeah, or the macaque lady, she can tell us. I like how she does
2: yeah. it. Stoic squirrel says uh, vinegar attracts them. So you, you're mixing the water and vinegar, like with uh, apple cider vinegar. Oh, oh apple cider vinegar and dish soap. Maybe that, that is, says. oh,
1: it's all three. Okay. I knew there was something with dish soap in it, but yeah. I think it's also vinegar. So vinegar, so, they should change the phrase. You yeah, can attract exactly. more fruit you flies, flies uh, with a
2: mixture of vinegar, <laughs> and dish soap. Because it rolls right you off your tongue. Just vinegar alone. Yeah, it
1: rolls <laughs> rolls right off your tongue. It's simple. You put on a t shirt. Yeah. You know, yeah. Really easy. Anyway, um, oh, you I, feel know what like I
2: caught yesterday. What'd you I catch? caught something way bigger than a fruit fly. Uh oh. Um, COVID. cause you know, I've been having problems with the uh, the squirrels, and it's not, you know, I love squirrels. I think they're adorable little, um, rodents, uh, with their big fluffy tails and the goofy way that they prance when they run sometimes, yeah. and their, yeah. their knack for running part of the way in front of my cart across the street, but then changing their mind and going back instead of just going, going the rest of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the problem is they get in my new bird feeder, my my bird buddy bird feeder. Thank you, Tina, for that awesome birthday present. And um, and they both eat all my food but knock out all the rest of the food into the yard while they're looking for that one particular sunflower seed that they want. Mm. And, um, they're picky. So I refill that thing constantly. And then I'm sure we're going to get weeds from all the stuff that's gotten knocked into the yard. Yeah. So uh, I tried spicy seed mix based on some some listener uh, recommendations and um colorado uh we have so many great mexican food restaurants here uh that put their uh, leftovers in the dumpster that the squirrels here have a very high tolerance for spice so mm. that yeah. that's just not gonna work no you can't be doing that exactly um, so um uh, so start... i got one of those little humane catchers oh that's good and it's a like a little uh, little wire box And, uh, there's a a door on it that's held by a, like a heavy door that's held by a metal post and that metal post goes down the side and connects to a little rocker seesaw switch Mm -hmm. that you put some food just past so that they have to step on the little seesaw switch Mm -hmm. to, um, to get to it. And, uh, uh, I caught two right away. Like there's a family of three that always comes to the feeder and they take turns knocking food out, knocking all the seed out, looking for the sunflower seeds. Yeah, yeah. And, um, two of them, I caught right away, uh, a cracker with some peanut butter on it. Great, great yeah. bait.
4: Yeah
2: got those in the, the catcher drove them a mile and a half away to this little park where they'll have, I drove them to a farm upstate. Scott is what I did. <laughs> but, <laughs> drove them to a little park a mile and a half away. Yeah. Let them go. They both ran into the same tree. So I'm like, Oh, I bet they'll find each other. It'll be perfect. But then I've got this one that's just been like, maybe he saw what happened. He's like, Oh no, I'm just eating the food out of the theater. I'm not going for that cracker with peanut butter on it. Mm. And, uh,
1: what if he's seen some stuff? That guy's been around. He might you know? have seen
2: some stuff. Finally, yesterday he succumbed to his his uh, desires for peanut butter and uh, caught him. He was adorable. He's a cute little guy and yeah. took him over to the same same tree, ran up the same tree, and I think he's uh, um, reunited with the rest of his family.
1: Well, good. So. so you did the you did the right thing. Although I just got a voicemail from Tina. I'm going to play it. Um, this was her response to all this.
2: We should eat those squirrels. <laughs> it
1: doesn't sound like her at all.
2: <laughs>
1: it still tries so hard M's, to do your thing. It just can't quite It's
2: good eating. Yeah, it's funny because that's that. Uh, you know, we've had the the clip you've played, like, or the, the AI voice with the Tina voice thing that sounded a little bit more like <laughs> Tina's voice. That one just sounds like. Um, play it again. Do you have all right, it? Yeah, uh, I'll
1: play it again. Hold on. Here we go.
2: <laughs> we should eat those squirrels. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, uh, I don't know who it sounds like, but it, <laughs>
1: maybe it needs to be longer. Okay, so let's try this. Let me generate a new one and I'll do it with, okay, um, right. more text. Oh, this might work here. Okay, come on, come on, come on. Why is it taking so long? i oh, like it's hard. I just put in the description of the show, uh, so TMS Frog Pants Morning Show, not like the kind you're used to. Come on, come
2: TMS on. is the Frog Pants Morning Show, but not like the kind you're used to. Join Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbitt four days a week. Great guests, great laughs, and all kinds of stupid stuff await you here. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday for the, the latest in entertainment, <laughs> game shows, live calls, <laughs> contests,
5: segments, and much more.
2: I found a typo, Brian. I love it. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Well done. You have a, a proofreader that's not my voice. You know what that totally reminds me of? Mm. The, uh, the beginning of Solar Opposites when... Uh, Uh, different groups of of aliens were given a pupa and ejected into the 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 space yeah yeah it's like (laughs) hi i'm 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 sorbo corbo and this is my yeah
1: Yeah, i love that it's pretty good although what do they do now i haven't seen the new one so i don't know how they do it but does dan stevenson do the voice now i
2: mean does the intro stuff dan stevens does the intro and uh and it That's works. That's me holding the pupa. Oh, I've dropped the pupa. I hate humanity. It's all stupid. It's, it's great. Because they didn't try to say, hey, Dan Stevens, sound as much as you can like... Um, uh, Justin what's his Roiland. His Ro- yeah. Roiland. Yeah. Uh, do your own thing. And they even explain why his voice is different in the very first episode. It is.
1: I it did is see great. that. I saw the uh, the, the scene where you okay, first he hear it? it in the throat yeah, yeah somebody put that on somewhere on facebook or yeah. something but the uh but i haven't caught up to the season yet i'm excited oh to my see god
2: it. it's so great and and they decided not to do obviously they couldn't do the same thing with the voice for um for rick right and the person they got who does the the rick and morty voices is, uh is great yeah i've been enjoying two, that new season as well two people by the way the
1: uh two people yeah, yeah they got rick doing one dude doing rick and the other guy doing morty which is
2: yeah interesting it is interesting, but uh, it means that they don't have to do vocal tricks when the two of them are talking over each other. That's right? a good they, point. They, can, they can have them together doing their voices. Oh, jeez, Rick, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's true. Actually, I think I like that better. Although, there was, isn't there a scene in a recent episode where Rick is fighting with Rick? So he kind of had to do that yeah. To himself.
2: Yeah, there's the evil Rick. Uh, I don't know what it's. Evil, uh, evil Morty. Yeah. Um, the eye patch Morty is uh, joining <laughs> Rick it. and Morty for another.
1: Love it. Uh, Well, so because of that Tina trick there, I was able to fix a typo, and I just finished it and checked it off. Oh, Now it's done. Yeah. I feel good about what's happened, what's transpired here today.
2: Well, and don't ever change our typo, Scott. Um, Forever, this Google Doc that we both work in will be called the Morning Steam, as it has been for 2,556
1: episodes. Holy shit. I never noticed that there's no R in there. The well, now I have to steam. change it, don't we? No, no, don't do it. What are you talking about? Look at it up there. Looking stupid. For oh, 20, man.
2: 2,556 episodes. How long <laughs> How long have you noticed? From a long time? Uh, yeah, for a long time. And I even mentioned it before. And uh, oh, I don't but remember. But I mentioned it maybe about 1,000, 1,500 episodes ago.
1: Oh, my gosh, you guys. All right, I'll leave it. It's now a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, it has to stay. It's, it's the morning still. steam. Yeah, with me you ever Brian. change that? I'm done, you're sure. out. That's how, that's how you can fire me is change that, and then I'm like, All right, fine, body, take over, yeah, take over TV's Travis, whatever.
1: Ice warm to your house to carry your stuff out to your car, and
2: <laughs> to Ice will show up with a cardboard box. Yep. And, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we'll I don't know your... what I give them. I give him my uh, you
1: got a picture of Tina yeah. somewhere, uh,
2: yeah, exactly,
1: some yeah. kind of fidget spinner, I don't know, whatever you got there. Um, all right, let's get to the news. We've got to inform as well as entertain. Yeah. Right? So let's get to that. Hey, look, we have some news, and it's brought to you by...
2: Brought to you by Coverville today, back again at noon. So noon, Mountain Time, 12, for those people who can't translate noon. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Uh, look, Andy Partridge turned 70 this week, and uh, not only... Uh, does he hate performing on stage? And that's why you very rarely see XTC in concert. But he founded the band. And, of course, that means it's time to do another XTC cover story. So, of course, stuff like The Mayor of Simpleton, uh, Ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead, Making Plans for Nigel, Senses Working Overtime. Dear God, every single song that you love from uh, from XTC into the space uh, will be played on today's episode of Coverville. Covered by other people like, um, oh, who do we got? airport convention paul melanson i love his cover matthew sweet and Susanna hoffs um uh uh, who else uh oh and a cover by andy partridge himself dude does not do a lot of covers so it's a rarity and uh i've got it and i'll be playing it
1: interesting it must be weird being like a a successful songwriter musician that doesn't like touring
2: yeah well that yeah that just hates performing live it's like kate bush um uh, she got nominated or got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but she didn't show up. And a lot of people thought, well, she's just snotty, like a mm. snob, total snob. But she uh, she hates flying. She has a fear of flying. So John
1: Madden, that shit. That's what happened there.
2: Yeah, well, you can't. Uh, I guess you could take a boat, a long, a long boat from uh, the UK. That's true to, to Cleveland and accept your award.
1: Yeah, it was easier for Madden to drive because he was just here in the states, right? Like he just went game to game yeah. or whatever. He had a bus. And yeah, could it's easy it. for
2: him. Except, I don't know what he would have done with all of these uh, weird European uh, seven thirty in the morning games that we've been having. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. That is fortunately true. we don't have to uh we're, oh, well not fortunately i mean sad we don't have john madden to kick around anymore but uh, yeah
1: that'd be great <laughs> you see what you got here with his big markers That's and great. shit i miss
2: exactly that. i had myself a fresh bratwurst this morning and uh blah, 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 blah.
1: <laughs> and now michael's like okay big guy you smell bad <laughs> it reeks here in the studio it's first and did you
2: have some uh sauerkraut on that uh Hot dog, John Madden. Because
1: <laughs> you know those dudes are up there pitting out in the middle of a playoff game. Oh, in yeah. In that little yeah. studio with their crappy little headphones on. They're standing up. There's no way that Madden didn't smell like a big kraut dog. <laughs> I've been riding in a bus for six weeks. Uh, get a whiff of me. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? And he circles For the himself. first two weeks, we couldn't figure out gray water. He's like... <laughs> Takes a marker, circles his left armpit. Now, over
2: here, you
1: can see we've got the stuff.
2: <laughs> wavy lines. You can see these wavy lines coming out of my pit. That's, That's right. These comic are st- book,
1: uh, slang for I stink. These are stink lines. Enjoy these, Al. <laughs> All right. First and two. Let's see how the uh, Packers are. <sighs> we've done the whole scenario. We've done the entire yeah, play. Yeah. Exactly. That's the end yeah. of our play. Uh, all right, moving it's on to this story. sports talk today. What I the hell? <laughs> I know it's we've changed our whole trajectory as a show today. Yeah, yeah. Day laborers from uh, say that a dude named Sam Haskell Jr. paid them five hundred bucks to take away bags of body parts. Now, here's the- those
2: are some beautiful bags of body parts, Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> Can I help move them? Guess he's a uh, different <coughs> Haskell.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, close though. Uh, what they call him? The uh, the not the Eddie Eddie Haskell. Yeah, but didn't he have a, a nickname like? Uh,
2: no, I thought the other ones had a nickname. Was uh, was the a moose uh, that wore uh, that? Uh, Wally had a friend. He had a friend who was like a only went by a nickname. Yeah,
1: that's who I'm thinking of. Wally's friend. Yeah, Lumpy. Lumpy. Lumpy
2: was it? Yeah, I came up with it before I saw Matuba. By the way,
1: Lumpy. I mean, this ancient ass show predates uh, gee, us Lumpy. by decades, but. I mean when that came out in the 50s early 50s.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean it was you and me coming home from school, slicing up an apple and then watching Leave It to Beaver and I Love Lucy reruns before, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. and if you're lucky, you got uh Andy uh, Griffith? Uh yeah, Andy Gri- I always liked Andy Griffith and I always liked yeah. um uh The Bewitched. Mm. So give me some Bewitched anytime. So I don't care sure. which which uh which, which uh, Darren? Darren I don't sure. care. I'm Darren agnostic. You're for, uh, <laughs> I don't have any. I'm, skin I'm more Darren
2: tolerant. Uh.
1: <laughs> well, you have to be with the second guy. He was a little out there, but he was a little out. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so this is this is crazy. because to body
2: parts. We really should get. Yeah, back we to really this should story. get
1: back to this yeah. horrible story. So, <clears throat> the deal was he was he had paid them to haul trash bags. They didn't know there were body parts. and these people didn't. They're just day laborers looking for some money, paying their rent and food and everything else. They go to do it. They realize they're moving body parts, <laughs> and they tried to notify police. They described yeah. the bags as uh, we when we quote when we picked up the bags you could tell they weren't rocks. The men also described the bags as soft and soggy. Uh, once the workers were a block away, they pulled over to look inside the bags. Uh, the worker said, "Quote: I started seeing body parts, a belly button. I was astonished. Of course, I felt bad. We had been tricked." He says,
2: "Ah, we've been tricked. These aren't rocks. Yeah,
1: that's a belly <laughs> button.
2: What the yeah." <laughs>
1: He's uh, having his whole bags
2: of belly buttons.
1: Here's the worst part and the part that makes me mad. They went back yeah. uh to alert authorities. Uh they added that two law enforcement stations, the California Highway Patrol and LAPD topaga- uh, topaganda station. Topaganda? Topanga. Topanga. Topaganda.
2: Topaganda. That's you know, that's uh that's that's you know when they try and put misinformation out there, but it's really good. It's yeah.
1: Topaganda. Yeah, it's the best, <laughs> not not bottom ganda. Yeah, exactly. Under Ganda? Flop
2: flop again. Flop again.
1: No, flop again. <laughs> Flopaganda's good. Uh they got turned away. They just blew them off. Both police stations went, meh. We don't think you're yeah, telling us the truth. Whatever. Which just-
2: sucks. It's like um, maybe you should have taken the bags there. <laughs> Instead of taking the bags and returning the money. Like, yeah. meh, keep the money. Take the bags to law enforcement.
1: Yeah, I think that would have been the way. But also. One assumes, if these had not been immigrant oh, immigrant workers of a different place. illegally
2: in the country is what you're...
1: Well, maybe, but I just think the cops didn't take them serious because they were brown people. Oh, that's thinking. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to swath Possible. the entire department with a, a racist move, but I could see if you had like five or six day workers coming in, all dirty yeah. and sweaty from the day working, and they walk yeah. in there and go, in, in very broken English, we think we found bodies. I mean maybe the police I, were just dicks I, I don't know i don't know I what happened the
2: police must have been dicks regardless of any any racism and prejudice and all that sort of thing uh, people come in and say they've got bodies you're like you know, okay okay Dave, whatever we're, we're, go back to the home depot and wait for a truck <laughs> to pull up oh you just yeah you're you're fine yeah it does it does
1: seem like they they just assumed they were kidding or something or I yeah, don't know exactly, but now they're in trouble because they turned it away.
2: <laughs> Benjamin, they they uh, they thought they were uh, telling the police about uh, belly buttons, but instead they found dicks. Oh, I think that's a good good way of putting. Not it. bad, yeah.
1: not bad. Anyway, yeah. not much else is known other than that other dude's now arrested, and they're investigating what's going Jeez. on. It's I bald guess it's though,
2: to say. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to kill all these people, chop up their bodies, put them in bags, but I'm going to have somebody else haul them off.
1: Yeah, it is a little, that's pretty ballsy. I'm pretty sure it was his wife, maybe.
2: Oh, really? Uh, I don't know the Sam Haskell Jr. Uh, story. Apparently, like that when when I saw this up there,
1: um, here it is. Haskell's arrest came after a woman's dismembered torso was found outside a dumpster in a parking lot in Encino. Haskell's wife, May, and her parents, mm. Gua- Gaoshin Lee and Jing, Jing Wang, are still missing. So they think maybe their bodies. Oh wow! So we got some kind of psycho,
2: son of a Hollywood exec.
1: Oh, who's yeah. the, who's Haskell Senior? I want to
2: know. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: I'm a f- maybe it's maybe it is just Senior. Um,
2: it just probably is Samuel Haskell. Yeah.
1: Let's see LAPD. So, yeah, oh, yeah. that's why this guy's a big deal. Yeah.
2: So I guess we're not getting the LAPD. We're not getting the LA news here in uh, Denver because this is a big deal, but we're not hearing about it. Uh, here it is,
1: son of here. Hollywood agent. Um,
2: who's the agent? Let's see. Well, Sam Haskell would be my guess.
1: Yeah, that's my thinking. But um, <laughs> just trying to see if it's someone we should know from something.
2: Oh, sure. Like he he represents who who he represents basically. Oh, here
1: it is. Any uh, winning producer and Hollywood agent, Sam Haskell, who served as a agent for Kathy Lee Gifford, Whoopi Goldberg, Dolly Parton, George Clooney, and others.
2: Wow. All
1: right, it's not a bad list. No. I don't know why Kathy the game. It started off and, a little rough with yeah, Kathy being different,
2: but, but it, really, <laughs> it really it really <laughs> picked up by uh,
1: Clooney and Parton. By the time we got to them, it was fine. <laughs> um let's see, investigators are also looking for two missing vehicles, including a white Volkswagen t- uh Tiguan and a twenty fourteen Nissan Pathfinder. All right. Hmm. Well good luck. That sucks. That guy that guy's a poo poo.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Total poo-poo. He's a real poo-poo for what he what did. What
2: a poopoo he had.
1: Uh, let's move on to this story. Uh, an airplane crew discovered missing window panes after takeoff and had to turn around. Ooh, I don't like this at all. This is not good. A flight from London to Orlando, Florida, had to turn around after passengers discovered that some cabin windows were missing panes after takeoff. The uh, flight leaving October 4th from London stands, uh, Stansted Airport, headed to Orlando International. Uh, was a flight just for more than 30 minutes or in the air for more than 30 minutes or just more than 30 minutes before it safely touched down according to a special bulletin. Uh, while the crew did not notice anything wrong with the plane before takeoff, several passengers reported that it was colder and louder than usual when the plane became airborne.
2: Awful windy in here. Uh, why are my papers <laughs> blowing around like crazy? Yeah,
1: why is my why is the person I'm flying with sucked to the wall and can't move? Up? <laughs> right. I assume it all worked like a cartoon for them.
2: Of course, yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the uh, you know those things are double pain, so that's right. The outer that's right. One of the pain
1: this was missing. It says a uh, uh, let's see a different level of damage by the same means that sorry, sorry means might have resulted in more serious consequences. So they're glad they caught it when they did and they went back down. Um, let's <sighs> see. The plane belongs to Titan Airways. It's a European charter airline. Hmm. They did not respond to comments or to questions yet. So Titan. I would have freaked me out. Yeah. A oh, for sure. Yeah. Titan Airways. Titan. That sounds like. Um. We love to fly, and it shows, except we forgot to put the window panes back in.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if the pressure, once they would have gotten high enough, if the pressure would have been enough being single-paned windows, it would have been... um,
1: Like blow one out and then have a real problem. Right,
2: sucking something out, exactly.
1: I mean, 30,000 feet, I assume, at the height, right? Probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I, they probably wouldn't have turned. Well, maybe maybe you have to turn I mean, around. I don't. It, know it might have just
2: are. been a caution thing, but uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I would. I would not like it if I were on that plane. Yeah, no, sir. I would not agreed. This is like that time I woke up to the smell of burning smoke in on my way to Japan
2: burning smoke
1: yeah (laughs) you know smoke that's on fire
2: (laughs) smoke that (laughs) was the worst that is the worst kind of smoke yeah it turns
1: out it's a little redundant but but no i woke up at like i don't know it was probably at least on my clock it was maybe two in the morning or something and we were in the middle of the pacific uh, going that direction uh, left from la
2: yeah
1: and right in the middle of the thing i wake up at business class uh with the dude who i flew with who owes me eighty nine thousand dollars. anyway um, oh, that guy! That guy. Okay, he was such a butt. Anyway, we're laying there or sitting there, and I go, "You smell that?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do smell that? What is that?" And it got really strong, and it sounded like there was a fire burning somewhere. Oh my god, it freaked wow. us out pretty bad. And then the lady and yeah. the, and there were stewardess ladies or uh, flight attendants just running back and forth, so you could tell they were up to something. Hmm. And finally, they found <laughs> it. It was um, one of the vents. So there is fans everywhere to recycle air, and sure. one of the the vent fans for intake I think of air mm-hmm. pooped out and burned out and just smelled mm-hmm. bad so, gotcha. it never, so it was never basically you know,
2: the fan blew out but because it was an intake all that that burnout smell was just coming into it the it came cabinet, to
1: everybody
2: so. anybody who had those little nozzles, nozzles on, on you were just getting hosed Yeah so oh,
1: it was bad but we never saw the smoke so that was that was good
2: god and even so like they decided they'd keep going right like they didn't turn around or oh yeah they like kept that. going yeah that was that was going, considered means-
1: yeah they, 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 they was either that I think their only options were they could curve back up and go to Alaska but I think they were far enough that the better thing to mm. do was just keep going and land in Tokyo
2: yeah, which means that, uh, um, by the way, uh, we're not going to have any fresh air coming in on this flight. Everybody close your nozzles. And, That's, right. And That's right. Now you're really going to be smelling the farts of the people around you.
1: Yeah, I think what they ended up doing, if I remember right, the lady did talk to us for a minute because Ben asked them some question. And she said something like, it's still there. It's just not running. And there are many others like it. And they're all pulling air, so it should be fine. It might be a little less comfortable up here. and mm-hmm. so It was yeah. never really a problem, but it just freaked us the F out. Because also we're looking at the little you know on your your screen in front of you, yeah. Or maybe it was a bigger screen out here because this was back in the mid aughts. But anyway, it shows your plane icon and where it is in relation to the rest of the planet. Dead in the middle yeah. of the ocean. Like if we're going down, we're screwed.
2: <laughs> you have no like you don't have like well we could maybe go to this island or this this uh
1: no yeah you're, I you're mean stuck. I'm as likely Jesus. to see you know the mariner out there doing water world shit it was so far out in the middle of nowhere (laughs) (laughs) but anyway (laughs) i hated that Freaked me out still does uh all right here's uh here's a cool story for this guy anyway uh an arkansas man or if you're not familiar with our weird naming conventions here in the states arkansas man
2: (laughs) arkansas man uh
1: received the world's first whole eye transplant plus a new face and I realize that well sounds, that seems
2: like a really poorly worded headline know,
1: like, it seems like they're burying the headline a little bit right yeah
2: you got a whole plus new a face. New face yeah <laughs> now it looks like
1: Nicolas Cage yeah it's like saying a guy got a finger transplant plus a whole body it's like
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> right exactly but anyway yes. surgeons
1: have performed the world's first eye transplant successfully whoops camera being weird um, of an entire human eye uh, an extraordinary addition to the face transplant uh, world. Which have you know? We've had a few successful cases of that. Although it's far too soon to know if the man will see through his new left eye. The accident uh, with a high voltage power line had destroyed most of Aaron James's face and one eye. His oh, wow. right eye still works, but surgeons at NYU Langen uh, Health hoped health hoped health hoped replacing the missing one would yield better cosmetic results for his new face. Whether it works or not, um, but it is an actual donated flesh and blood eye. Wow. Just stick and a, it in. And, a, and probably a donated face, too. Yeah, somebody else's face, which is, yeah. by the way, so much to, uh, it doesn't really work. Like like in Face Off, such bullshit, right, that movie? Yeah, yeah. Because there's no way that this stuff just adheres to what you had, and now you got the same facial structure and bone structure as the person right, who donated right. it. No, yeah. you got this thing, this misshapen thing smathered over your face, Right, and you hope it looks okay. That's
2: why Hannibal Lecter didn't look quite right. <laughs> that explains everything.
1: That explains it. <laughs> it's been a burning question for decades, and now we know. <laughs> now we know. Um, let's see. This happened. Uh, it feels good. I still don't have any movement in it yet. My eyelid, I can't blink it yet, but I'm getting a sensation now. That's interesting. So I start to feel it. Uh, you got to start somewhere. There's a. Uh, there's got to be a first person somewhere out James. He's 46 from Hot Springs, Arkansas. Maybe you'll learn something from what it, or from it, what will help the next person. I don't know why I'm giving him that voice. I
2: apologize. <laughs> maybe it was the face he got. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was the face he got. I was wondering about that. Like, uh, you know, he can he can get away with a lot. And there's a picture of him, but he's wearing a um, an eye patch and a uh, a face mask, like an N95 face mask. So you only really see his eye and his forehead and his ears and his lovely wife next to him. And I imagine if they, you know, if he ever says something like, ah, oh, you know, I wish I would have married someone who could cook. And she'd be like, what are you saying? It's like, oh, sorry, that wasn't me. That was my, that was the face. That was- <laughs> sorry. That's, that's uh, part of my, part of my new face. I'm sorry. I don't mean it, hun. <laughs>
1: yeah i didn't have resting bitch face until i got this new one so sorry
2: exactly yeah he can he can basically get uh (laughs) say anything he wants sorry sorry i hope it works
1: for i like ultimately i would love it if this dude got his eyesight back that'd be amazing oh yeah no kidding for sure and also good on her for sticking with him after this you know not that she wouldn't but you know some people might bail yeah too freaked out about the what's going on
2: no exactly No, stan exactly she's standing literally standing by him in that photo and i'm sure in, in life standing by him as well lc9 in the chat room says i've considered a false eye like one with a painted pick, maybe a wow icon Ooh. so that would be cool like uh like the dude in uh last action hero mm-hmm. charles dance yeah
1: charles dance little smiley faces he had in
2: there yep exactly or a bullseye or something and
1: i assume those were big hairy hairy contacts back then right like yeah, ones. yeah, the,
2: bit, the thick ones that uh, that stuff you could all, only wear for like a minute before they start causing real pain. Yeah, that stuff's all changed now. You
1: can get real thin yeah. stuff for acting and stuff. But um, yeah, if I was to get so people get eye tattoos, right? Mm-hmm. I would, for me to tattoo an eyeball, you would have to really have a good idea for me. There's no way I'm doing this without the right reason. It just sounds like a nightmare.
2: I can't even imagine what what a right reason would be for me to get my eye tattooed.
1: Oh. Uh, if you look them up, lots of them are just filling all the whites with black.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: Which I don't like at all.
2: Can I get a, a QR code that goes to my website? Like, uh,
1: mm-hmm. oh, hey,
2: what's your email address? Oh, hold on. And you go cr- cross-eyed and all of a sudden a the QR code appears. Just scan this.
1: Yeah. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah. Got it. All that right. I kind of like. There's something about that that's interesting, but I don't yeah. want the permanence of it. I don't, And I also don't want somebody with a needle in my F and I. So yeah. Look at this lady chat room. I good just sent to Brian too. Or keep believe how that. How do you
2: get? How are you going to get a job? Like there's <laughs> no, there is no Panera on earth that is going to hire someone.
1: <laughs> look, I know. So we have you know pretty good, pretty good anti discrimination laws around hiring, but I sure. still, it's going to be impossible for some yeah. old fart manager behind the desk, yeah, to to put aside what he sees. <sighs> You know what I'm... It's like, from a practical standpoint, what should happen, that's different. You and I agree 100%. Hire her, she's probably wonderful. Who cares?
2: Exactly, right. She's probably great at her job, but... But we live in a world
1: uh, where people see things for You know, they see
2: things, and then they go, ah! And even if they don't mean to, or it's all subconscious, probably not going to give them the job. Exactly. It's like, oh, you know, I'd like to... uh, uh, I'd like to hire you to uh, sell cars for me, but uh, you look like Pazuzu from The uh, <laughs> Exorcist. So I'm so, I'm sorry we can't hire you. Uh, freaking
1: Pazuzu. How are we ever most supposed to take that name seriously? <laughs> Pazuzu. It's Pazuzu, the, the demon lord. Paz, you know, Pazuzu. Be, be, be afraid of Pazuzu. You um, think I'm evil. You should meet my friend, Shlamoopy. Uh, Shlamoopy. <laughs> Oh hail, Shlamoopy. Look at the cool yeah, the, uh, those uh, indent thing or the rivets. Yeah, uh, there's something I think, something I think put, is cool.
2: But man, put little magnets uh, for whatever horns you want to wear that day. Oh yeah, right. So I wonder, I wonder if they're up. like that. Uh, they're... I feel like goat horns, <laughs> and they just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm in the mood for goat horn.
2: <laughs> click in like uh, connects yeah. or something.
1: But I but just the idea of and I understand people have done it. We probably have some listening who have done this. So maybe write in and tell us. But having somebody. Do that, I'm sure you deaden the eye to make it so you're not moving around a bunch. Yeah. Something. But I can't I can't
2: imagine this. No, I can just do that by drinking a whole lot of whiskey the night before. And guess what? It'll go away later. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. And then I've got a great exactly. Then I've got a great excuse. Yeah.
1: Smoke <laughs> weed every day. Your eyes will be all burned out. Right. Smoke weed every day. Do it do what they tell you. <laughs> yeah. Episode. Episode. All right. uh Oh, time for ten. We better. Means, we better uh, get to. uh Yeah. Yeah. We'll take a break. Uh, no more weird eye stuff. Let's uh, get our body whore out of here and get Windy in here. She'll be in here after the break. Uh, but before we do a break, we got to play a song, and I'm pretty
2: sure you brought one. I did brung one, and mm. uh, it's probably where this woman got all this work done on her face—a place called the House of Harm. No, that's a <laughs> band from Boston. It's a trio called the House of Harm. Uh, these guys—a uh, lot of influence from late '80s, early '90s alt rock, which is great. You know, kind of right in my right in my jam—the mm. Cure, grunge. Kind of mixing all that stuff, and they're from Boston, so they say. Macaque, um, this is from their brand new LP called Playground. Comes out December first. Is the brand new single called Two Kinds?
3: We
5: can throw the day. I never lost control, but I had to say, it's tomorrow. You can sort it out, the mess left for me and the. small Get more You're hoping now That it can be restored A bar's are open inside And if we close that door The brain that fast Just feeds the breath Till it tightens more But
0: I had to say it's tomorrow. I'm a very lucky boy. I'd get a tattoo pop.
5: Michael is a psychotic child.
1: And we've returned. I desire to know the name of that band and song again.
2: I will tell you again because your memory is as bad as mine. That's the House of Harm from their upcoming album, uh, Playground. That is a new song called Two Kinds.
1: Nice. Two kinds. I like two kinds. Choices. The, the spice of exactly. life. Exactly.
2: Who wants one kind? I don't want. I want two kinds. Thank you very yeah. much.
1: Yeah. Right. All right. Here's this.
2: I'll explain the situation to Wendy. Don't worry.
1: Oh, good. My sister Wendy. Wendy Dunford, smart lady extraordinaire, and also a therapist. She helps people all the time with real problems. Also, calling you a lady makes you sound really old, and I shouldn't have done that.
6: <laughs> Hello, lady. <laughs> lady. Oh, lady. Hello, lady. Hello,
1: lady. Do you ever Hi. get called? You ever get called ma'am or any of that?
6: Oh, days? yeah, all the friggin' time. Mm. Don't call me ma'am. Mm. If I'm in the South, I love it. If I'm not in the South, don't do it.
1: No, in the mm. South, there's such a nice... Um, like, yeah,
6: you can be 20 and being called ma'am. It's fine. Yeah, it's
1: weird. <laughs> it's yeah. weird how down there it sounds great and you kind of want it. But then outside of right. the yes, U.S. Sir. South, it's annoying
2: and patronizing. Um, get people in the lift all the time who call me sir. It's like, no, oh, thanks for the ride, sir. I'm like, sir. Yeah, I don't like sir either. You really don't know me. No, you
1: don't. You don't know me at all. My my temporary okay. drive person that's driving me somewhere. For a somewhere.
6: second, I was like, Brian, why are you saying the English British word for elevator? Do you oh, know
2: you me mean elevator? <laughs> he See, meant lift. It's, lift. It's either people don't think that I'm uh, weightlifting or that I'm getting in an elevator. It just, it, it's a it's a horrible name. Yeah, lift. It's
1: you very just
6: very funny. Give should, me a lift
1: because you, you should yeah. be in the lorry. Providing a right,
2: lift I don't know, Laura, providing a lift. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right.
1: Um, well, it's good to have you here, Wendy. I I wanted to um, ask you one other thing. What was it? Um, oh, tattooing your eyes. What under what circumstances oh. would you ever let them tattoo an eyeball of yours? Who's them? I just say. Let's just say. I don't know. For whatever reason, society's <laughs> like. You know, we only trust um, uh, mental uh, mental health experts with uh, if they have a little tattoo in their eye. It's a new okay. thing. It's a new thing. We're recommending it from the top down.
2: <laughs> you come up with some weird hypotheticals.
1: I know you really have to park your brain at the door for this one. But let's just say it became a mandatory, not mandatory, but a very much encouraged thing for your career. Sure. Would you? Would you do it, or would you switch gears? What would you do? <laughs> She doesn't have the context uh, of our previous tattoo. I don't tattoo know
6: what you tattoo like a word, like a symbol yeah, or a could color. Be. It
2: could be. Yeah. Well, I'm, I think after thinking about it for a while, I'd like to do like like a spiral out from from my eye. <laughs> iris mm-hmm. so that it looks like I'm mesmero or something like that. Like that's that. cool. That's cool. I
6: just want whatever tattoo happens to make my vision better. So oh, if maybe that's no. it's for uh, done. I'll now do that's it.
1: interesting because then I then I would see because I've had somebody cut into my eyes when I had those early onset yeah, cataract crap, this. and it was amazing. Changed my life mm-hmm. and for the better, even though it was. Stuff that only 85 year olds are supposed to have done.
6: (laughs) Now, let's be clear if the world ever comes to that for me to do my profession, I need to have a tattoo in my eye, I I don't know if I want to still be around. Yeah, you'll probably do something
1: else, right? I'm with you. Actually, if you're doing that in that profession, then imagine what everything like the whole world's going to be pretty screwed up. Yeah,
6: It's a lot yeah. of
1: problems. Yeah. That's,
2: that's why, you know, the, the playground taunt stick a needle in my eye was considered a negative mm-hmm. because you don't want because <laughs> you don't want to. Die. Oh, that was a pejorative back. I didn't understand. Yeah, it was like, oh, oh was, no, you thought it was like a, a fashion prediction for oh. the 20, uh, the mid 2020s. Shows what I
1: know. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's get to this. We got an email this week that Wendy got and then yeah. sent it here. And then now we're going to read it. Um, by the way, I checked on mom. She's sleeping on a couch. She sits up straight, sleeping all night. Did you know this? Have you talked to her?
2: Yes. Yeah. What?
1: Because of her ribs. She can't lay down.
2: Oh, gotcha. And so she's sleeping. Healing. She's sleeping propped up. My grandmother did that for a long time, slept uh, propped up.
1: In yeah, a chair she's she's doing it because of her just because of this rib thing, but I, I assume that it will it is feeling better, she said, but I assume okay. when it feels much better, she'll be able to go lay in a normal way. But
6: Yeah, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's just sitting there watching our programs. You know, <laughs> letting the world go by, whatever. You're 85, Watching you do what you want.
6: Programs. Okay. Anyway,
1: uh, let's get to this email. Is there anything you want to say about it before I read it or just go? Uh,
6: no, I got lots of thoughts.
1: All right, here we go. This is from somebody who said we can use his name. So we'll say this is from Mike. He says, our 25-year-old daughter, this is like in my age range, I guess, because I have a 25-year-old mm-hmm. daughter. Our 25-year-old daughter uh, has come to her mother and me To say that we are emotionally abused or that we emotionally abused her as a child and we are the reason why she has anxiety and isn't able to figure out how to be an adult. We've talked about it and we can't think of anything we did that feels out of the ordinary other than, uh, or sorry, ordinary than other parents. I think is what he meant. Mm-hmm. Well, ordinary than any other parent. Oh, than any other parent. Why did I need an S? Scott, go back know. to sleep. I don't
2: know. Why, no
1: uh, an, example, <laughs> an example she gave is that we forced her to try out for sports when she wasn't particularly great at them. That made her feel very self-conscious uh, with her peers. That's why we wanted, her, see, that's why we wanted her to do sports in the first place to help her overcome those fears. Shouldn't a parent help try, uh, or try to help their kid do things that they don't want to do? Question mark. My dad didn't want me to quit basketball, or baseball, rather. I don't know why I put another sport in there. <laughs> when I wanted to, and even though I didn't play past high school, it really helped me learn things like teamwork and working hard. How did we go wrong, and what can we do to repair our relationship with her? From hmm. Mike. Uh yeah, so this is this is um I don't say it's every parent's nightmare, but there is a there is a fear when you're oh, raising gosh, your kids yeah. like okay, we're doing we think we're doing good. We got this going and and even if you did all your best things that they will somehow hit a weird thing in their life and go I I hate working. Therefore, it's something my parents did and then they're going to blame you for it or or something like that. I felt those kinds of fears before. Turns out they were unfounded because sure. my kids are fine, but yeah, that was that was a
2: thing. So I feel bad for them because that's kind of one of my you worst. You never nightmares. want your child to come to you and say you you guys traumatized me. Yeah, uh, it sounds so as awful. a kid with such and such. It's like, oh my God, we were you know just trying to be helpful, or we we obviously wasn't our intent. Yeah, and it's
1: obviously yeah. if they really did do something to harm you or uh, you know cause cause physical or mental harm or whatever, uh-huh, uh-huh. then that's one thing. But if it's just I don't know. You were kind of lame or you, you weren't cool. Like somebody else's parent, whatever the reasons may be. And it just sounds awful to have this be told to you. So anyway, what do you want to do? Wendy? where do you want to go?
6: Okay. So, um, it's evident you two are not, well, okay, let's back up. I don't, I I need like a thousand more points of, uh, information to, to do this Mm -hmm. email correctly. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm not going to, we're not going to get that, but
2: we almost want, you almost want this, uh, the parallel email yes. from the daughter. Yeah. Oh,
6: that'd be uh, great. I'm guessing uh, great. she doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, you guys traumatize me, me by making
2: it right to your podcast friends. <laughs> You're always <laughs> making <laughs> me do things.
6: Right. No. Okay. Well, okay, so I'm gonna extrapolate quite a bit. And so just sure. I got a lot of liberty. I'm taking a lot of liberties this one with this one take, based take on
4: those liberties,
6: yeah. I okay. got I'm taking these liberties because I just had a a call this morning with a client who's like a very extreme version of this. And so I'm probably gonna side with the kid more than Mike, and that's gonna maybe throw this person off. So everyone, just mm-hmm. grain of salt. I don't I don't have enough information. And first of all, we can do this though. We can empathize like you guys just did with the parent's position mm-hmm. of I did my best. I am did not mean to harm you. Yeah. And also you're complaining that I made you play sports like I really that cannot be really what you would consider emotional abuse. Like you can imagine all the things Mike is thinking and his wife is thinking like what? Mm-hmm. How is this happening? Okay. Yeah. 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 So Let's stay f- stay with that position for a moment and then we're going to switch roo and then imagine uh the daughter's email. That's good. Um, good to see. But let's just, yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with this though. You know, what what that's like. So there's a couple components I'm imagining are at play here and some might be uh culturally contextual, right? So, for example, uh, these are Gen X or Boomer. We'll say Boomer just to... Just to be rude to boomers. Okay. But older <laughs> parents who who did not probably talk a lot about their feelings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we have is a bit of a generation divide of like this kid's coming and using therapy words at me, and maybe they don't have any experience themselves with therapy words, or that you could just talk about those things. And I could guarantee Mike's father and the whole baseball thing was maybe a one conversation. <laughs> no, you're yeah. playing. Okay. okay. And that's, you know, the extent of the rights and privileges of kids to express their feelings and then have that affect parents. It's just less. It just was, that is it there. That was a, it's a different time. Okay. So yeah. we can have lots of compassion for that. That is the frame of reference. Someone is coming from in parenting. Um, and then you would be pretty annoyed at all the therapy speak. Like uh, I'm, this is my world and i find it annoying sometimes mm-hmm. like okay okay yeah you you're not being mm-hmm. gaslit that's not what this is like because it is so sort of tiktok ubiquity it's just around everyone's hearing it and here's here's my overarching theory about that is um if you've taken an abnormal psych class pre-internet and you'll know what i'm talking about in an abnormal site class, you read things you've never known existed, and you're like, "Whoa!" And then you diagnose everyone in your life, including yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I have that. Oh, okay, that it's makes sense. It's kind of like that the WebMD
2: searching when you have a totally. headache, and you see the the whole list of what mm-hmm. it could be, and then all of a sudden you start assuming it's all these other things. Yeah. Yes, a
6: hundred percent. And then it is just algorithmically, you know, that word shoved Mm -hmm. into your face over and over and over again, if you even watch one video. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So now you are being told in a relentless tone that you are ADHD or you have autism or, you know, these other things in the sense that it's like a horoscope. You kind of relate to bits of things, right? But then if you really got tested, you're going to find, oh no, I don't have some of these things, but you're going to feel like you do. Okay, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I have no idea if that's where the daughter is coming from. I just would assume she has more access to um, sort of mental health online version than her parents did, Mm -hmm. and has maybe struggling with some stuff in her life and is trying to find the source for some of it. Which living an adult life is difficult, and especially maybe twenty five is is a nice round age for a little quarter life crisis, (laughs) where you're like, oh life is hard and I got to do my dishes every day. You know, like some of that stuff just kind of can land on you. You're finished with college. Maybe you got your first job. Maybe you're, you know, whatever you're doing, maybe it's hitting home. And so you're starting to have some feelings, et cetera, and you're trying to find sources. Mm -hmm. And then the internet will tell you if you're around any other young person, because the algorithms get shared that you are uh, this is going on for you, right? Mm-hmm. And your boomer parents don't understand you, and they probably did something wrong. Okay, right. I'm not saying that's all mental health on social media, but it definitely mm-hmm. can be. Sure, uh-huh. right? And so Mike might be realizing, oh, this kid thinks we emotionally abused her because we did some maybe normal parenting things. Oh, what you know? What do we do there? So let's just start with it's possible you were not emotionally abusive, and we're misusing words and we're thinking things we're all in an abnormal psych class okay yep. um what to do then and then i'm going to flip it and talk from her perspective and then say what what she might need her parents to actually do
4: right
6: um okay so i want to put you two in this position really quick you're the parent mm-hmm. this is what your kid is saying to you tell me your first gut knee jerk don't try to sound good reaction go
2: <laughs> don't try to sound like, like, uh, cool. you know, yeah. Um,
1: I'd be stunned. I'd be like, yeah,
2: Oh, for sure. I wouldn't
1: know what to say. Yeah. I would probably be quiet I for mean, a I while. Would, you know,
2: I would, my initial pro- thing would probably to be defensive, like, Oh my God, no, we were just trying to do the best for you. I'm sorry that, you know, I'm sorry that it it didn't work or it didn't turn out, um, like we planned, but I don't, man, I would need to know more about, the the figure out how to not or you know not being able to figure out how to be an adult like what mm. aspect is mm. there of that and how is there more that she's not saying that mm-hmm. is giving mm-hmm. her anxiety than just the sports thing every every parent makes their kids do or soccer or makes their kids or do something yeah something exactly there becomes you a, know you want
1: there becomes yeah. a time where you have to I totally agree with Brian it comes comes a time where you have to um, I don't know how to how to explain this. Like, we I'll, I'll give you a quick example. Phoebe's been sick this week, and Taylor got really worried about what it was because her poop was gray, and that's a bad sign. I mean, mm-hmm. something's up with the liver. But if she's not jaundice, it means it may not be anything serious. And then she had this horrible chest thing, and it just seemed like a lot of problems all at once. And yesterday, she was really lethargic and kind of wouldn't move. And she is a very active kid, so mm-hmm. she was just sort of laying there, and it freaked her out. She called us and Kim's advice was we'll take her to an Instacare because they're good at this. If it's RSV or something that that they're fully equipped to handle this and you know, this is the kind of thing you would go there for it. If it escalates or needs something more, then they'll tell you that and then you'll go do it. But Taylor was like really freaked out and was like, well, I'm going to the ER. I just don't, I just want to be sure. And so she did. And it turns out we were, we were hundred percent right. It was just, it's viral. It's just has to go through her system And is taking a day or two longer than usual, but it's just a nasty little virus. Van has it too, and he has a fever. So does she. And the doctor's like, she'll be fine. Lots of fluids, that sort of stuff. Get her to drink water. And then Taylor was like, "Well, crap! It wasn't nearly what I thought. I'm going to spend fifteen hundred bucks for an ER visit versus fifty for the you know where I was if I'd gone to the Instacare." Blah 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 blah. And it just reminded me that that would have been an opportunity for me to go, "Told you so," or. We know some things. Parents aren't stupid, you know. We, we Our our advice is based on experience. You know, we could have done all that, but we can't do that anymore. And yeah. here's a better example. Taylor once sat me down. It was weird because I this never happened. She pulls me aside. And she goes, Dad, I need to talk to you. I'm like, okay, what's up? She goes, a lot of times I'll share, like, really fun pictures of the kids. I'm like, mm-hmm. here they are at the house playing, or here's her first laugh, or... Here's her trying to learn the word, you know, cracker or whatever. And and I'll see those and my immediate in, in, instinct is to go, "Oh my gosh, I have to share this. This is so great." Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'll put it up on social media of various kinds. And she says, "I need you to just ask me before you do that." And mm-hmm. I went my and so here's 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 the part that this reminds me of. My gut went I want to be defensive and say, mm-hmm. "Well, mm-hmm. it's fine." That's not I a do because I'm but proud of prepared, you. And I'm fri- proud of you. I love the kids. I want to share it with my friends. You know, I could have said all yeah. that, and I had to. This is the first time I really had to face this. I went, crap. This is no longer my prerogative. This is no longer my imperative. It's hers, mm-hmm. and hers and Dylan's. And when and if they feel this way. I, the only way for this to be dealt with, there's no other way to do this. And for me to go, Oh crap, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And I will make sure to do that from now on and then really make an effort to do that. And it took all I had. Cause I was feeling very defensive. I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm not you're acting like I'm some kind of, you know, posting weird pictures of kids. That makes me weird or, you know, something like that. Like what's, you know, I got really, those feelings were back there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but I had to stop and go, well, wait a minute. Even if she's wrong, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, exactly. At this stage, those days are gone. When she's ten, and I say, "Don't touch that; it's too hot," that was my job. It's not my job anymore, right?
2: And a feeling and a reaction. A feeling is never wrong. the The cause of it might be something deeper or something different than what they're telling you. They may not even know what the real cause is for their their frustration with that or their upsetness about that or that sort of thing. No. So the feeling is never wrong. It's the, you know, um, they may not know what the real cause of it is in this case. Like you may not know they, she may feel traumatized by the being forced to, to play sports but there might be some other things that are causing the anxiety that the parents did that maybe she hasn't even realized yet, or yeah. or maybe doesn't feel like she can talk to them about it yet. Yeah,
1: and I would I have to admit if my if our parents Wendy had forced me to do sports because I hated sports when I was younger, mm-hmm. but I was tall and probably should have played something. Um, and I actually agree with some of these ideas that sometimes team sports is good for you, and you know mm-hmm. you can learn leadership skills and coordination skills, all that stuff. That's yeah. all true. But if they'd have made me do it, I would have resented it. I would have been mad
2: right
1: so yeah. anyway i mean
2: i was made to play soccer and uh and it just made me realize i don't like soccer playing soccer <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
6: it just I'm, deepened your your distaste yeah that's um, right exactly no i hate Taylor. And, and scott my work here is done you guys i got it so <laughs> so was that's that so was that what about.
1: you're supposed to do because i i still to this You've moment as well wendy yes <laughs> I, I, so I know Because i still at this moment had this I, I was i had some unsurety about it because i just didn't want to I don't. What was most important to me was my relationship with her and her kids, yes. and whatever it meant yeah. to to keep that whole was enough for me to park whatever my ego wanted me to say. And even then, it wouldn't have been that. You know, I would have probably just said, "Oh, well, I'm not trying to. I'm just, you know, sharing." But but instead, it was just like, "No, you know what? Just be okay with it. Be okay I'm with afraid. that. Be okay with her saying the ER is the only way I want to do this." Yesterday, it's okay.
6: It's, it's a, a and it's a big jump from uh, having a lot of influence to having feeling like you have we have to walk on eggshell.
2: Kind you have of to an, just influence. catch yourself.
6: Yeah, yeah. You have to. And, yeah. and Misha said this once. She she's and hangs out with all these running ladies, and they run all the time. And they're all what ten years older than her or something. And so they'd all had kids get married before Misha's kids got married. And she said the the advice they just repeated relentlessly when my kids started getting married was it's just time for you to shut up. That's your whole job now is to like, just stop talking (laughs) kind of like your influence really shifts suddenly. And it is meant to, it is meant to, it's just can become come real at like an alarming pace. Right. And so, so suddenly like you don't get to decide what they're doing because they are adults. And at the same time, they have to figure out adulting. So Scott, if, Honestly, can we all just take a moment of silence for a $1,500 ER visit? I know. Kid, night. What I country know. do yeah. we live in? I know, it
1: sucks. Right? It's the
6: worst. Um, But that is a $1,500 lesson she would not have learned any other way. You learned... Probably in back in the day, hundred and fifty dollar lesson um, for the same thing. And well, it wasn't the forties.
1: I mean, it was still pretty. I think it was
6: nineteen twenty one. The one time we but took Nick is, to
1: oh, yeah. the ER, do you do, let's trade
2: a donkey for for medical advice. <laughs> it was
1: like a thousand or something when we took Nick. It was still pretty high. It's but stupid. the
6: idea. I mean, Nick is your third kid, and you he was. You know what I'm saying? Like like you figure it out. Yeah. as You go and and everyone has an ER. This is this is why we don't go. Yeah. This is why everyone. My kids have like crooked lips because they split their lip. I'm like, you're fine. (laughs) You just can't. It's hard, right? Okay. But that idea of like, all right, so uh, there is something going on here. And Brian is, you're exactly right. We don't actually know what it really is. If at 25, you haven't been made to play sports since seventh or eighth grade. And that's what you tell your parents what you are really telling them is something very different. You just only know how to say those words. Right. So it's kind yeah. of like art. Art doesn't exist unless you can see the negative space, right? right. <laughs> the negative space is the thing this person is saying without without saying those words, and yeah. that's right. tricky. So you're both still called on to be parent and be wise and try to navigate this, and at the same time lose a bunch of your influence. Um, and I'm going to... Um, I haven't thought this through, so just, you know, grain of salt again. Lots Mm, of salt today. Sure. Um, (laughs) A whole shakerful Is kids do not rebel the way they used to. There is a lot less teenage um, doing it my way and, you know, sort of angst. A lot more kids are just hanging out with their parents and having a good time. That their actual rebellion, which is a necessity. It's not, rebellion doesn't have to be the thing, but it's individuating. Like you have to be a separate person from your parents. How do you do that? Mm. And teenage earlier stuff, is a little more violent version of that. Right. But there is a 20 something version of this that continues to happen. So here's a great example. Abe said to me the other day, (laughs) um, we're going to do a whole episode on Abe's roommate, you guys. Sweet. Wow. wow. I'm
2: Can't looking wait. forward no, to no. that.
1: Yeah, that's great. Wow. Do we need
2: to dedicate? Uh, how long do we need to dedicate? It's going like, to be weeks. Like, it's yeah. super <laughs> it's rough. It's be another, another multi-part. Uh, oh, I love it's it. Excellent. so bad. Yeah, it's excited. so bad. Uh,
6: anyway, don't room with a stranger. Let's just say that. Okay, anyway, but I was talking <laughs> the other day, and he said, hey, if you happen to look at my account, and there's $75 from Texas, because my... Buddy's girlfriend sent me money so I could put together a package for him for his birthday. And I was like, Abe, do you think I look at your bank account? He's like, (laughs) he goes, Well, I assume every parent's all parents do that. And I said, No. Parents that don't trust their kids might. (laughs) And he's like, you don't? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, now go buy drugs. Whatever you want to do. You have the freedom. No, just kidding. But just that idea of like he, he is surrounded by 18 year olds. And I get it. They're dumb and they're going to make mistakes, but this is his own money. People, this isn't money. I give him, this is his own money. So it's none of my business. He's an adult now. It's hard to say that sometimes, but it's true, but he is alone. He is alone. And, and that is hard for him sometimes. Like, why don't, does it mean you care? I'm like, Oh, it means I care deeply, but you also showed us you, we could trust you from 16 on with your own money. He's like, Oh, okay. Now, it sounds like I'm bragging, and I am, because I'm really proud of this. <laughs> like, I'm really proud of this because, and this is what makes me sad, actually, is that there's probably other kids in the same boat where they manage their own finances, and they, they, you know, maybe have good heads on their shoulders or whatever. Now, I'm, I'm never letting Pete manage his own money, people, so it's not like all my kids have got it. I'm, it's not just a parenting thing. It's a person thing, right? And so, but the reality is, he is surrounded by kids who don't have a lot of adult things and when I tell you about his roommate, you'll die. But a lot of adult skills, and they are, you know, being launched out in the world. And as they're doing that and scrapping with, I'm trying to navigate college or my first job or living on my own or paying rent. And I also have to do all this laundry. And when do I change my bed sheets? You know, like things they just have to learn. Mm-hmm. So much of it is happening later because parents have been so, um, let's say, careful with their kids, right? Do they, and get, so did they get
1: amplified, too, by the pandemic and some kids moving absolutely. back in and all, that, yeah. all sorts
6: of All sorts of grace for this, people. I This is not a clear, like, I'm judging all the parents who just didn't, they, because you're worried about your kid. They're living through a pandemic. You're like, you know what I need to do? Make you scrub toilets. Like, you maybe never thought that. However, never having them scrub a toilet means they don't know how to scrub a toilet. <laughs> so you do have this sort of, This is normal and adults have to learn to how to adult. And then suddenly they're 25 and they're really struggling. Mm. And they who do they blame? Well, they blame the the handler, (laughs) like who handled all this for me, right? Yeah. Who made right? And so a parent's hearing, hey, you made me play basketball or soccer or tennis and I hated it. And it's your fault I feel these ways. So it's the things they're not actually saying. Like Brian said, they can't maybe even access what it really is. So this is very tricky. So my advice to Mike and his wife are to do what Scott did, actually, which is to feel whatever that reaction is of just like, you whippersnapper, whatever you want to feel. (laughs) And kids these days. And get it all out of your system somewhere else. And then,
2: But not not at her. But (laughs)
6: not at her. And do the thing of, I really like really want to understand this. So one of the things, Brian, you did, and this is why it's probably not going to happen to you, <laughs> is because you you were immediately curious, like, what is really happening? And so if you can imagine coming at that conversation with curiosity, with openness, mm-hmm. with apologies, with, I, you know, I am so sorry. Not, yeah. I didn't mean to do that. And you know it, you know, you can't still parent the old parenting style and get a different re- return right? Mm-hmm. right so this kid is coming at you without a full developed way of talking to you because maybe they don't know how that hasn't been practiced you don't know how to do that together well there's only so, one
2: desired return be part of the not 100 right and there's 100%. only one
1: return you want the one return you want is your relationship to be not only intact but a thriving one so if yes. you want that you really desire that the last thing you want to do is get accusatory and back into a corner because that is earning you none of the things I just said. If you want the yeah. stuff I said mm-hmm. yeah. in the position you're in now, they're not five anymore. Back then, you could say, "No, you can't go there. Grab your stuff and let's go," because that's what the, the that's the deal. That's it. Then that's the deal. But that's mm-hmm. not the deal now, right?
6: But if you like many of Abe's eighteen-year-old college freshman friends, like parents are still doing that, right? No. They're still. Where, where are you? I'm tracing every step. And technology has made this so much easier. <laughs>
4: yeah. Right?
6: Yeah. So then the actual, and here's where I'm going to jump up to the 25-year-old side. Um, here is where they didn't choose any of that. They didn't ask for you to parent the way you parented. They, they are just a product of one fun night. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. <laughs> and there is a lot of pressure from parents on kids and we've talked about this in various forms before to for the parent to live through their experience. And half the time, it's not even just like a fun version of that, it's a don't die. Like, right. you're a, such a yeah. close extension of me. Do not make my life harder or worse. I care about you so much. I'm terrified. Yeah. And fear as a parenting strategy will le- lead you to a lot of, um, inability to sort of let a kid stumble or figure things out themselves or some of those just so natural things that need to occur so then we have these sort of moments of reckoning um and so this kid didn't choose any of this it's just what you know she got and and there's no way that this conversation is all about like hey guys just apologize for making me play sports right
4: right yeah it also might be yeah
6: yeah it's never that but it also might just be like hey, this is a great sign that she's even coming to you Mm -hmm. to say any of this, right? Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. And so see it as a branch. She's reaching out to build real connection. And this is where sometimes older folks haven't done any of their own work on their own stuff. And so when a kid comes at them with any kind of feedback, they're just not ready. And they react pretty immature, which yeah. So I'm going to steal a line he had here, which was, my dad didn't let me quit baseball when I wanted mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Right? That feeling is legit and real, which is like, I didn't have a chance to have all this emotional space. Yeah, And so when a kid comes up with you asking for emotional space that you've never been allowed, never given yourself, never figured out how to grieve or mourn or heal, it's going to be way triggering to the kid in you that never got any of this crap. And so you're like, how do I actually meet my kid who's having an emotional need when I don't think I ever got my own? I, I emotional didn't get needs. that not,
2: when I was a yeah. kid myself. Yeah. yeah. That,
6: and it isn't all, petty. It's not like a keeping score, it's a capacity, mm, right? Yeah. I all, don't know even know how to do that.
2: Yeah. Because parenting I've never is, been able to. Yeah. Basically, and parenting is just giving your kids the, uh, well, partially, of course, giving your kids the experience of things to do and things not to do for when they become parents. That's all, that's really basically all we do as parents is here's, here's all the things that were done to us, uh, as, as kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the things we learn not to do from our parents, some of the things we learned to do because our parents did the opposite, etc. Um, use this to become parents yourselves and, uh, 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 you know, to take either learn from what we did wrong or learn from what we did right. And, uh,
1: yeah.
6: And that hard. right there. If, is... if
2: they choose to become parents, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure.
6: Always a choice. But here's the thing that for generations, that's not a choice. It's just now a choice. And that is, that's wild to think about mm. is that there is enough shift in the zeitgeist that people have pursued other options instead of just felt guilty constantly. <laughs> like it's pretty. Like And what it is, and Brian, you're describing it really well, is every generation gets a little better with this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And with each generation. And this is very American-centric as we're talking, right? Like I'm very aware of that. There are other cultures that it, this is going to be really different. Sure. Um, how this works. Um, and And so like, okay, so you take kids who have more access to the words, maybe to therapy, maybe to like – I'm gonna think about things slightly differently or trying to understand why they feel like crap about certain stuff. And you know, if there's one thing that's true in all therapy, somehow it boils back to your mother and your father. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of and it's not because they've done it all wrong or they're terrible people, but they are a piece of the puzzle. And and this is where those generational things kind of show up, right? So just the other day I was talking to a client who we could trace the angry men in his family because we were talking about, oh, angry man, dad, angry, grandpa, angry. Mm-hmm. We kept going back until you know, he knew enough about his like family history. He had um, his great-great-grandfather or whatever fought in the Civil War. And they have some letters, that, I mean, the, the trauma of that dude's experience and then coming home and parenting, right? <laughs> and so we have, we don't know, maybe his father was angry too. We don't know, but we do know we can trace back some behaviors, some tendencies, some history to, to trauma that existed a long time ago. Um, and then just skill set. So I like to think of trauma as disrupting skill set growth and development. And so you, you may have parents, and this is where it, if um, the 25-year-old was writing this email and giving us very different details, um, it may be something like this where the parents are actually have fairly immature responses. So this the guy wrote it to make him look good. So this is where I don't know I'm making this up. So sorry, Mike. Um, mm. But he wrote it to make themselves seem a little bit like the victims and kind of like open to what do we do? And that's great. I hope that's all authentic, right? But mm. it also might be, because we all do that. We all write ourselves in the, I don't know, understand why would they be mad? <laughs> part of the story. Mm. Um, and it may just be that they're development um and their own history and their own unresolved stuff means that they are somewhat immature as a parent and so when that that young person running into an older person who cannot abide a conversation cannot get curious and is defensive and blames back it's usually because it's hitting some underdeveloped part of them Mm. and so I mean, sorry to repeat myself forever, but everyone take out your own garbage. And that is the answer. So Mike, the answer for Mike is for he and his wife to dig deep and really figure out what they can take responsibility for and then what they really want. And do they want this connection and what you know? And then be humble as hell. (laughs) Because there the other person in this equation is still the child, even though they're an adult, they are the child, which means they still need you to act like grownups. Mm. And, and for, I mean, I will meet people in their 50s who need their 75-year-old mother to just be grown up for once, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, and that's because, and when we get real curious about mom and dad's history, or we get really curious about like, okay, what is this dynamic? There's, there's a lot of healing that can take place and a lot of softening that can take place and a lot of relationships that can be saved. There is a bit of a, um, I didn't look at the numbers, I forgot to do this, but a bit of a increase in just like people cutting people out of their lives. Like I don't talk to my family or my parents anymore, mm-hmm. just sort of this. And, and it, a lot of it is what we're talking about right now is that inability to then bridge the gap and work it through. It's, and
2: yeah. Sometimes it, it feels like it's a lot easier to say, uh, "It's I don't want to reach across with an olive branch, yeah. it's way easier for me just to live my life and not. We have we have some people in my family uh, on my dad's side that aren't speaking and haven't spoken. A mother and a daughter, um, or parents and a daughter, and uh, they've even got a new grandchild that they haven't even seen yet because neither mm-hmm. one of them wants to or can. Feels like they can make the effort to reach across yeah. and and say, you know, and and a culpa. Yeah. yeah,
6: and it's harp. It is heartbreaking, and it is. And it's what's what's frustrating from my perspective is I think therapists will often, you know, be supportive in any of those decisions as you should be, right? Without maybe um, applying some of the harder skills and work for that for that person. Now, do not get me wrong; there is abuse, and then there is family. You know, we argue over politics, or we don't get along this way, or someone offended me here or there, right? There's there's mm-hmm. that form of immaturity, right? But then there is obviously very difficult things. So I am not referring to that stuff. Right. More of the, we're all in psych class now and I have this thing and you never got me help. And, you know, sort of instead of, hey guys, let's work through this together. Because yeah, I'm telling you, the hardest work to do mm. is to get a family on speaking terms. Like it's a thousand times more work than it is for me to sit with one person and be like, yeah, your parents suck. Yeah, I hear you, <laughs> right? And so you get it. I get it. I do. It's it's not like an overall criticism. But I just think it's it's becoming more common because it is difficult. There's more things we find ourselves divided on, and then the maturity feels like it's just kind of clearly dropped. So what I'm excited for here's what I'm excited for okay. is when Gen Z are yeah. parents. <laughs> yeah. I know we all think the world's gonna end is going to be over by then, but I think. <laughs> Like, some emotional intelligence that, in theory, they have. Now, they're going to have their own version of problems with this, right? Every generation does. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's always a kind of an improvement, and so we'll see. Um, What happens to these kids who had their emotions validated? Or to the parents who did the therapy and healed from their childhood trauma? Like, I mean, I keep... I think about it all the time. Is there anyone a billionaire that listens? That'd be really great. No. Can I have
2: <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I wish we've, I got, wish. Got, we've got a, a Patreon dollars. level for you. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I have a half a billion dollar idea. Um, I think I've mentioned it on this show before, but I would really, really love to just have a town that got every single person in the town had free therapy. <laughs> mm,
1: just see what happened. And, like they do this with other just, stuff sometimes. It's like um mm-hmm. What did I read just about follow recently. Follow it for a
6: couple generations.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just do, as a as like a social test, but
6: yeah. why you got,
2: not? It's got to be one of those like manufactured little um little towns like in yeah. Florida. There's there's those ones yeah. in Florida that are like they're, they're, oh with silly God. names like Discovery Florida or something like that, where yeah. you can kind it of close them therapy. off, yeah. Yeah. give them all therapy, see how they do, and then just and then just uh. You just have a lot of world. grandparents
6: yeah. uh, realizing <laughs> that their grandchildren are not just props, yeah. but they are right. actual right. people they should get to know. Yeah, I, I would love that. So any billionaires out there, Yeah, I'd love to start this. Uh, any cities that want to raise your hand, I'd be happy to organize yeah, this. You, I just think it'd be fascinating. Are you volunteering
2: to be the, uh, the therapist? Now, would you have to cut yourself off from the outside world as well? And- oh. No, no, no. I would
6: be the chief. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> I would coordinate the therapist.
2: So you I'm, get to step in and outside of the dome, but they oh, don't yeah, yeah. No, do therapists the, aren't
6: in the dome either. They couldn't be, right? You'd be they, they the can't ben, live in You'd the same be the town. benevolent
2: That's true. Cult, yeah. the
1: cult. It's leader. all
6: telehealth, right? Yeah. Because that, that makes it possible that you are not interfering and you're not, you know. Um, yeah. but you are <laughs> and they're all trained in like the same model. I would be so
2: Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I I have some recommendations for some towns that really could use that. Yeah. Do you
6: have some towns (laughs) that could use that?
2: I'll send you a list. It'd be
6: wild. And I can imagine that the cost that that would cost versus like maybe some other ways we have to spend money to try to help. towns it would be really interesting they'd be like whoa we're doing this this saves a lot of money also consent like so many people would be like no go away but it would be really fun
2: yeah there (laughs) was um uh oh my god i'm trying to find the statistic but a recent statistic for people in the dating world say they would much rather date someone who's had therapy than like there was some other uh let's see here um gotta find the
6: and where's um
1: I could see this as an animal.
6: <laughs> I could see uh, this.
2: Let's see. There's trying to find because it was just just came out, and so I'm looking like in the news to see where the.
6: Oh right, I feel um, like saw, saw that too. Yeah. yeah, this is different with Brian. Brian looks it up. Me, I'm like, I don't know if this is real, but I'm going to say it. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to let it rip. Believe me. Uh, Wendy, uh, it's 50-50 for me. Okay, But 50% I of it is, you know what, I think this is right. I'm just going to say it. And then we get yeah. an email, really, actually, Brian is wrong about you. Yeah, we get
1: lots Sometimes of those. Sometimes that
2: comes from Scott. Yeah. Hey, Brian, actually, yeah. I just Googled it. Oh, uh, Brian.
1: Well, you know, we strive for I'm accuracy think. here. That's all. We try. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I can't find the – I know there was a statistic reason. I can't even remember where I read it, but it was like – um you know 30 years ago if you find out your first date has been to therapy you're like "Ooh, something wrong with them uh yeah. there will not yeah. be a second date but now right. I, i'd be more into it too like yeah you've been Actually, to therapy oh great you're a centered person mm-hmm.
6: yeah right and also, then also tell me why you went. I would also be curious about that. Well, but I'm also Gen X, so yeah, yeah. It's like,
2: yeah I have a destructive uh, fire <laughs> I'm uh, tendencies. Uh, yeah. okay, I'm going to therapy well. for that. Cool. I like to <laughs> I, I like to
1: burn government installations and stock uh, high profile <laughs> celebrities. Is that is that weird? That's right. Yeah, I'm Don't
2: really hoping that, to actually. incite another January sixth. I'm going to therapy for that. But yeah, uh, that'd be great. Oh,
6: you guys! I went to a '90s party. Yeah. It was so fun, yeah. but also. Yeah. Uh, they were like young in the 90s and I was like a teenager in the 90s so yeah. it was funny Our different like whatever it was a big group so we all were talking about different I'm telling you I haven't had this happen in real life have you guys anyway no. I we're all talking about like concerts we've been to it's just like really fun and everyone dressed the 90s and I, sure. it was very funny and so it was great and then we all talked about events that we remember so what did they remember about 9-11 Adam and I were obviously adults these guys were like in middle school or something and and then I was like, the Challenger explosion, they were like, yeah, we were four years old. I'm like, okay, you know, just oh like, what gosh. do you remember, blah, blah, blah. And then this dude goes, <laughs> he goes, what part, what historical events do you wish you'd been there for? <laughs> and everyone's like, none of them. <laughs> none like, of
1: these, yeah. What
6: do you mm-hmm. mean? And we, he's like, no, like physically there. And I was like, okay, Berlin Wall coming down, that would have been awesome, yeah, right? That been like, cool. Yeah, cool. I get that. And then he goes... <laughs> He goes January sixth, and I was like, "What? Why?" And he goes, "I don't know," and I do. Everyone just froze, and I'm in Minnesota, so no one can confront anyone, right? So yeah. it's just everyone froze, and he goes, "Yeah, I mean, an insurrection happened in our lifetime," and the whole time I'm like, "I don't know if you want to be in the building going after people." Yeah, or... What do you mean? Yeah, that's a weird. It one. was wild, yeah. and I. And there was the magical, like, you could see everyone's family training kick in to change subjects, to change rooms. Uh, Oh, yeah. It was awesome. And I just stared at him like, I don't know if I want to know.
2: You want, no, you kind of do. You want to know, like, to stop
6: things?
2: Before they got out of hand? Did you you
6: think you could catch Mike Pence? Like, what were you planning? Because
2: you wanted a podium for yourself? For whom? Yeah, I don't know what. That's a weird one.
1: I that know. And I weird. still
6: haven't gone further because I was like, well, change the subject. Anyway, do you guys remember when REM? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah it was a good time.
1: Like, I highly yeah, we recommend a
6: '90s party to make you feel real old and also oh, yeah. real young at the same time. Sure. It's a good,
1: it's no, a good I, nobody wants to do '80s parties. Are we all too cranky now for that? Because
6: I don't know, but you should definitely do this: is bring a picture of yourself during that era oh, and Lord. share it. Like that's right. the, that's fun. I was so skinny. Oh, here we go.
2: Uh, we found it. Uh, oh, uh, good. Big thanks to Military Me Twelve. Um, ninety-two percent of people polled. Sell ninety-two percent said they prefer to date people who've been to therapy.
1: Whoa, Wendy, your whole industry is just taking a turn for a you, whole generation. Know, you right. actually There's need to you
6: need in. to
2: promote yourself as uh, a way to get better dates. <laughs> you know
6: what? I have, I have, I have secrets about how we should do a session on this or a session. Whatever we call this show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> our
2: sessions. Let's, sessions. Let's have, someone, yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah. have someone. Have uh, someone email about this. This would be great. A, an online dating question or a problem they have because yeah. I have an yeah. entire formula that will change your life. Because my really? practice, of course, was started before anyone online dated. And sure. the first couple people, I was like, are you crazy? Yeah. Like, don't do it. And then realize, <laughs> oh, this is just how it works, you know? Yeah. So I've watched from the beginning, and th- those products will literally harm you if you, do, if you don't use them right. And so I have some really good ideas. So if anyone has a Online dating question.
1: You mean like Tinder and that help, kind of crap? Yeah, I
2: was going to say, can you help me with the photo I use for my Tinder profile? Because <laughs> I, I think shirtless with a baby tiger is the way I want to go. <laughs> yeah.
6: it's exactly how you want to go. Also, if anyone follows up, I'd love a tw- the 25-year-old. If I doubt she's listening. But some version, if you're the 25-year-old in this math problem with your parents yeah. not being able to hear your feedback or whatever, we'd love to hear your side too.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, I definitely default towards the younger person every time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I I tend to be a little more biased, uh, towards, (laughs) towards the, like, it's not our fault. That thing is really hard for me because it, you know, it just means you're not maybe willing to work, which I think a lot of people run into when they talk to their parents about their issues. So I'd love to have someone do it from that end. And so we could talk about how to navigate, um, your parents response. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, go a long yeah. way so yeah. those two yeah. things i have two requests my birthday's coming up yeah it is. for my birthday i want an email <laughs> I want to hear from
2: the 25 year old yeah
6: <laughs> i want to hear from a 25 year old and i want to hear from some online dating story so i can cool. share i'm some so things.
1: glad we have context about all that because it sounds like a weird request for your birthday yeah. It does, <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly. But we know because we've been talking about it. But Nobody, yeah, very, very Howard okay. Hughes sounding request. If you haven't heard yeah. the last twenty
2: minutes.
6: Yeah. So, my my birthday is. You know, I'm at a stage where do not buy me th- a thing. I don't want a thing. Yeah, that's where But I'm plan at. a thing for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Perfect. feed me.
0: The
1: That's best
2: birthday won't. present you can do for me right now or a Christmas present is to take away some of my existing things. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, remove, remove them re me. rebag them up and give them to a worthy cause. That's what exactly. I need. right, right. Now. Yes. Wow. I love that. Uh all right. <laughs> well, this is good stuff. I hope to hear back from everybody involved, especially if we hear from somebody in their twenties who's maybe going through this. What's your perspective? I already noticed a certain twenty six year old uh Irish <laughs> Irish yeah. girl with lots of ideas in the chat, so maybe we'll hear from her. I don't know, but
2: I don't think I want to know what her dating profile looks like.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure I do either. <laughs> Maybe um, that's a
6: combo email with the dating profile and <laughs> your parents. Nailed worst. it.
1: Nailed it. Um, all right. Well, Wendy, this is great. Uh, we'll do that. Also, I know Real Steps is going on right now. There's no new signups, but uh, are things going well? Has anybody jumped out to be yeah. a weirdo yet or anything? We're all no. Good.
6: Everyone's awesome. It's been really great. And this is this is a hard week. This is a. You know, cleanse your palate before you gather with your family next week. So people are mm-hmm. diving in, and it's tough oh, stuff, but yeah. it's it's very fun.
1: I keep forgetting Thanksgiving's literally next week.
6: Literally next know, Thursday, I so know. we won't be yeah. talking. Bye. <laughs> F, that
1: really Fs me up. That's true. You're not going to be here. Uh, have a this fantastic what are doing
6: for Thanksgiving. Are you ready for this? Yeah, My go. My kids think this is so funny. All right. So our friends that we always do Thanksgiving with are heading out of town, and so we're like, "Hmm, what should we do? Should we invite a bunch of Randalls over and make our own dinner, or we're like, what if we?" And then we Google all of the restaurants that do a Thanksgiving buffet or just a plated dinner. Oh, my word. There's one million of them. Sounds great. And then takeout. Like, the takeout options are crazy. Like, one gives you all the fixings and a, a bag of leftovers already. Oh, geez, right? <laughs> So it's already.
2: So smart. You can smart. already
6: start doling out the yeah. leftovers like premium. is that pre-meal. crazy? Oh, I love fantastic. it so much. Anyway, yeah. but we decided we're going to do a buffet, and I need one that's reasonably priced and has, you know, l- lots of food. And so we found it's at a distillery. So my kids think it's so funny. We're going to a distillery for Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> but it's this brand new distillery in this tiny kind of town in in Wisconsin, and it is like looks so magical. It's pretty a pretty new place. So I don't know if they've done Thanksgiving before, but anyway, so that'll be fun. And then afterwards, there's a theater in this tiny town. It is five dollars for new release movies. Five bucks. Mm, wow! You can get popcorn, a drink. Think a massage and the movie for what? under twenty dollars. What?
2: Wait, Asian wait, 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 wait. A massage? Yeah. What?
6: You went right <laughs> I, past
2: that. Wouldn't yes. that be great?
6: I, that's not true. Oh. I just want. Oh, darn. Um, I, was I really think hoping. that'd be great. I was but too. can you imagine, you guys, five dollars anyway? And I read the first that's review awesome. on this this little theater, and it's like I drive an hour and a half to go to this theater <laughs> whenever I go to movies. I'm like, what is this place? <laughs> yeah, so it turns out good. it's like very cute and quaint and funny, and the local, the guy who owns it, is just like a regular dude. Who oh. will you get to know? And anyway, so that's not is like a. It's not like just a.
1: It's not a flat screen in his basement or something weird like that.
6: No, right? wouldn't that be weird? And it might yeah. be. If it is, I'll take some video. Okay.
2: Please do. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we'd love to see it.
1: Five
6: dollars. Uh, Here you go. Here's a. Well. Fantastic.
2: What are you gonna see? You see the new Paul Giamatti thing, or yeah, uh, the, 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 what are you One in for? Hunger Games
6: prequel, or uh, I don't uh, know. know. We'll have to see what is actually Trolls. playing at this tiny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say you it say Taylor Swift eras tour. Sure.
1: Yeah. Why not? Get so in there. Get some of that while you can get it. Yeah. Um well good luck. It sounds like fun. Uh I'll I'll hold the wishbone for you this year. Yeah, hold
6: the wishbone. Ritual. Have fun at Misha's. You guys are gonna yeah. do an old fashioned turkey dinner like we yeah, haven't done in years.
1: Her new palatial freaking ten acre place she lives on now. She's got some yeah, big just, new place. Yeah. Yeah,
6: and a pool. Hang out her garage.
1: Yeah, there's a pool. The garage is heated. Uh-huh. Like wow. they, oh, they, yeah. they went all fancy. In the last uh, couple months, anyway, yeah, that'll be fun. That's but nice. we'll miss you there, and uh, we'll we'll pull a we'll pull a virtual uh, bone from there. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds real normal. terrible. All right, Wendy, have a fantastic week. We'll see you uh, okay, uh, after bye. that. Bye. bye. I shouldn't say pull a bone with my sister. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Good lord.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, take it all back. You will um, not be invited to uh,
1: <laughs> Christmas. No, that'll be the end of that. All right, uh, quick notice about all the shows. Coverville today at noon. We talked about that. That's happening at That's noon. right. XTC, not ecstasy. Yeah.
2: I, I don't care what you take before you watch the show, but uh, noon, twitch.tv slash Coverville, XTC.
1: Yeah, and you're maybe... What an hour and ten minutes away from that. So be ready for yep. that. Okay. Yep, be ready for that. Core tonight at five p.m. We have a big one. Uh, the game awards mm-hmm. got announced. Everybody's pissed about what didn't oh, get included. Yeah, right. We'll <laughs> talk some about that. Um, we have film sack this weekend as well, and uh, film sack is doing a uh, really weird movie. Swiss according Army to Brian. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Brian saw it last night, and first thing out of his mouth was, "This might be the weirdest thing we've seen." So I'm stoked to see. What's, yeah, it's. How it goes. I
2: like it, but man. Uh, I can't wait! I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, I'm. I i do not know what I'm gonna do for an intro. I have zero idea. Oh man, this
1: one stumped your musical uh,
2: stymied me. Is what it did. Yes, that's amazing.
1: Well, you'll learn more about that uh, as we know it this weekend. Film sack. Watch for that. Also, a couch party tomorrow. We're gonna watch an hour of however much we can fit into What If season one, so that.
2: Probably, probably two for, episodes. That gives us an hour and 15 minutes, probably.
1: Totally perfect, yeah. And then that way we've yeah. got, uh, we can watch that whole thing and, and the new season got announced, got a trailer. So we'll be all mm-hmm. prepped for that. I haven't seen anything past the Captain America stuff at the beginning, yes. uh, the Peggy Carter Captain stuff. Captain so. Carter. Captain Carter, right? Yes. Captain Britain or whatever, I guess she got called. <laughs> anyway, uh, that'll be that. And then uh, play retro on Friday at 2.30 Mountain Time where Dunaway and I will have a show as well. So lots coming up, lots to uh, take in. So, get, get on it. All right. It's going to do it for us. Big thanks to all our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, still time to get in for the new month or this month, rather. Uh, so, please do check out all the details there. It will explain everything. Patreon.com slash TMS. And another note that if you want in our Discord, no matter who you are, go to frogpants.com slash Discord. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Also, all of the webs, all of the, um, uh, show sites up on the site have a link directly in there, too. So if you're still stumped, our regular old web page will get you there. All right? Nice. Click on contact. It's right there. Boom, bam, boom. All right, Brian, we're done. We need to play a song, though. I, I don't have one, so you probably have to do it. I guess I have to bring it, right? Okay, yeah.
2: well, we got an email from Mike Lindell who wrote in. Oh, not Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. Oh, I it was somebody else. good. I really want you to play a song about pillows. Pillow. Pillows. pillows. Jesus is a pillow. Uh yeah, no, this is uh <laughs> this is coming from Claire. I just wanted to. Yeah, that's I was waiting for the all caps what? Oh good.
1: Well you got it. Pillows. Now we now we have full energy to move forward. This exactly, is good. Because I
2: I promised that I'm playing camera for <laughs> Dear uh she put this in here just so she could hear me mispronounce the hell out of it. Mm. Dear Shelby and Bin octi
1: Good Lord. There you go.
2: Enjoy that. Tomorrow is a very notable birthday for the man, the myth, the legend, Rev Fry. This lovely, now very old man, is one of the most <laughs> wonderful human beings in the world that I'm so lucky to have in my life. He's pretty feckin' lucky to have me, too. I'm delicious. Wow. She said, her words. Yeah. So for uh, his birthday, can you please make everyone's ears bleed by playing any of the covers featured on the TikTok account at the Taco Pellers? Nope. However, <laughs> if you're too chicken, then I guess the ukulele orchestra's cover of Teenage Dirtbag will do. Um, I have attachment to the spectacle in spite of everything. Mm, Love the show, though. Nice. Oh, that's that's pretty good. P.S. Can you please play any clip you might have of me? Yeah. <laughs> Vain much? Plus all clips you have of laughing.
1: Oh. Well, there's too many of those to do. But I do have I do have some Claire's. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> here's her recently.
0: Stupid! it, it's stupid. it, skip it.
1: Yeah, so there's that. Uh, how about Great. this one? Why is it spelled Claire with an I? I don't know why I did that. Here it is. Uh,
0: yes, we actually say feckin', we say feck, we say shite, we say arse, we say feck, we say shite, we actually say feckin', we say feck.
2: I may have edited what? that. Jeez, Louise. May have done that. no some editing. editing involved in that one whatsoever. No, of course
1: not. Uh, but yeah, Claire, there's too many laughter tracks. We have billions of them. It's just too many. So sorry. Yeah.
2: You don't get yeah. that one, okay? Here. Uh Scott and I will laugh for a second for you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, oh, there you oh. Go. There's
2: there's laughing clips for you.
1: All right, I'll give her um, one here. Here's one. All right.
2: <gasps>
1: there. That's a laughing clip.
2: <laughs> That's a great one too.
1: Sure. Totally random. Fantastic. Pull it out of my butt. Anyway.
2: Uh, Well done. All right. So uh, going out to Rev Fry. We all love Rev Fry here. Uh, This is Teenage Dirtbag performed by the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain. You'll find this on the 2008 release Live in London, Volume 1. And of course, it's a cover of Weedus. Find out. Do they mention Iron Maiden or do they change the lyrics to be some sort of, I don't know, UK band? Mm. Oh, we'll find out together. Mm,
1: It sounds exciting. All right. Here it is. We'll be back Monday with a regular TMS and all that other crap I mentioned on the weekend. We hope to see you there.
7: That's quite enough fun for one evening. Okay. <laughs> Two, three, four. Her name is Noel. I have a dream about a she my bell Got gym class in half an hour Oh how she rocks in kitten tube socks But she doesn't know who I am And she doesn't give a damn
1: frogpants.com.
3: Let me make this real to you. Bring on the virgin's.